Welcome to season four of the Jada Edwards podcast. As always, God is giving us his word to share personal stories and great conversations you are going to want to hear. I have had some interesting conversations even before these headlines happen. And I think one of the things we wrestle with is somewhere on this spectrum between apathy and anxiety. Like stuff happens and we're either like, it's too much, I have to check out. Or we take it all on and we become overwhelmed and we don't know what God is asking us to do. And so I wanted to bring Shandria and Melissa here just to, to have a conversation because um, our mental health and our spiritual health and our emotional health, they're just all wrapped up together. And so they are two of the smartest women that I know. And so don't give me that look. That's what happens when you bring your friends up. Um, oh, that skirt is cute. Is that the skirt? Girl, that is the skirt. Oh, okay, that's cute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm so glad they are here. And I'm going to let y'all say, just give us a quick little 30 seconds something, who you are and what you do. Why are you looking confused? You know I was going to ask you this. 30 seconds is a long time. Okay, 10 seconds. Okay. Tell us your name. Hi, I'm Shandria <laughs> Riddick. And I'm a licensed counselor here in the state of Texas and... Um, I've been a friend of one since before one came. That's right. We've been a friends for a long time, so it's always really great to come back here and serve. So it's wonderful to be here. Thank yes. you. So glad you get to see us. We're all her clients today. Okay, Melissa, tell us what you do. Okay, I'm Melissa Holly, and I'm not a licensed counselor. <laughs> um, I'm a lay counselor, and a, I'm just a believer, y'all, who's walked with Jesus for a long time and trying to figure this out. So um, I'm just honored to be here and get to walk with you guys and see if we can figure some of these things out together. So Yeah. So I'm so excited, y'all. Shandria does tons of, has been counseling forever and has actually served with our conferences a few times. And Melissa oversees Oasis and all of our marriage retreat stuff and just whatever we call her for, because she's on staff at the church, so pray, pray for her. Um, so we call her all the time for things. So either one of you guys can jump in. I just want to keep it a casual conversation. But we had spoken briefly about what it means to manage life, you know, without moving so quickly into anxiety. Okay, so this is random because y'all know I'm an information research junkie. Okay, so America's anxiety is disproportionate to like most countries in the world. I saw some rankings like of 170 something countries. And America, U.S. is 19. I don't understand why we're above Iran. I don't understand what is happening. Like, it is all these countries dealing with poverty and war and all these things. And our anxiety keeps kind of creeping up. And so um, I, I'm not sure if it's just awareness or, like, what, what's going on with that. But I do think there's a, a trend toward that just being the place that people end up landing as life is happening. So how can we navigate some of that without... Like being engaged with life without sliding into that, that place of anxiety. Um, I think the main thing is I think we, um, we have this expectation that um, we think life isn't supposed to be hard for some reason. I think there is a distortion in our gospel that says only if we don't have issues that we're blessed and that the Lord is with us. And life is hard. Right. And so I think part of it is that our expectations are that we are not supposed to have hard times. We're not. People are not supposed to die. People are not supposed to be hungry. I'm not supposed to lose my job. I'm not supposed to have death in my family. And I think because of that, with those expectations, 
I think we are always disappointed. We're always worrying and wondering how we're going to do that and instead of equipping ourselves and being prepared for things when they come. So I think that's one of the reasons why we are so anxious um, right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We did not rehearse this, but I would totally agree with you. I was up really early this morning and I was thinking about this and in the Lord's prayer, it says, um, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But I think in America, in the Western culture, we are trying to make earth heaven. We, we think earth is supposed to be our, our little corner of it, all about us and happy and comfortable and we decorate it and we fill it up and we don't have the perspective that anything should grow wrong. We get to define our little corner of the world and God is merciful and gracious enough to not allow that because if he did, we would never desire him or want to go be with him. And when things disrupt the little heaven we're trying to create, mm. it mm. causes us to, it's not fair, why me? Mm -hmm. and, and we start thinking negative thoughts mm -hmm. and if y'all know me, it's all about Jesus, so I'm just going to keep going back to the Word. But, but I think it's just this cycle mm -hmm. um, that we're in, mm -hmm. and it leads to a lot of bad things. Yeah. Okay. Say else? Yeah, I, I also want to say that we are at war. Yeah, for real. And um, Ephesians 6 talks about, my grandmother used to always say, we got to put our war clothes on. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are walking around naked. Mm -hmm. We're not praying. We're not fasting. We're not reading. We don't know the word of God well enough to even call it out and talk about it. Yeah. We don't know anything about spiritual realm to say that's not Jesus. Yeah. So I think we are walking around it, it, without any equipment on, and there's a whole war going on around us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So And our weapons are not carnal. So it's not something that we can see. And we talk about it being on the inside, our, holding our thoughts captive, mm -hmm. right? And so um, we are not doing that. So yes, when we see all these things happening with ourselves, um, we have this ang anxious feeling because we're getting beat up all day, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And so we don't really have um, insight mm -hmm. into ourselves and how, what we're fighting all day and the things that we're struggling with. We're just walking through the day <laughs> and the enemy is tearing us up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's such a lack of awareness. Lack of and awareness, And Peter's like, yes. don't be surprised. Why are you surprised? It's right. also yeah. a lack of awareness of whose we are. Y'all, we are daughters of the king that we just sang about. Right. And when it said, yeah. um, I'll sing hallelujah until you come again. It, I was thinking about like a little kid when they're waiting for their, well, mm -hmm. okay, your kids are too old to be so excited. Mommy and daddy are coming home. They want your gifts. But there mm -hmm. is a season when your children or your grandchildren, they just want you. And I thought about when it said that, I'll sing hallelujah until you come again. I'm waiting for you. I'm looking for you in everything, every day. And I'm going to keep singing this song, which means I'm thinking about who I am and who you are and that I belong to you and that that's the most important thing. Well, we don't, we just kind of like God is on the pantry shelf and we sprinkle him on when we need him. And we've got to shift our perspective. I don't think, I, I do think we underestimate two things, and I'm going to try to get to the next two questions so we don't run too long. Uh, one, that is we underestimate the hope of heaven. When you, when y'all talking about just the war and perspective, we underestimate yeah. that because if we, if we valued it for what it was, then when life 
did what life was supposed to do, right? Betrayal, abandonment, people died, life, sickness. When those things happened, it, it would, we would feel it because we're human, but it wouldn't shake us to our core, right? It's what I was talking about today um, earlier was just the idea, you know, when you go out of town or you, you go somewhere that's, that's, you know, a different, different place. Sometimes you go and hotel's not that great or you don't like the bed or the food is not good or you stay at someone's house and you're like, oh, I don't like how they cook this or I don't like whatever. When, when you're traveling or away from home, what, whatever's going on, you're always thinking, well, I don't live here. I'm not going to be here forever. So whatever, I can suck it up, right? It's not, it may not be amazing, but I know I'm going back home. And I, I think we, we have to realize right now we're out of town. We, yeah, we're out of town right good, now, Jada. right? So if, you, if you're trying to hang, hang your artwork and your family picture on your hotel wall, you're doing too much, mm-hmm. right? If you're trying to go to someone's house and change how they cook because you're not going to be there long enough. We, and we invest here like this is it. And when here, when earth does what earth is supposed to do, then we act surprised. God is like, everything here is dying. We start dying from day one, the day we're born. He's like, everything is dying. And that's, that's okay. Still use it. It can still be great. You still gonna have moments of joy. We have things to celebrate, but it is just a taste. And, and when we have a real hope of heaven, then life disappointment, it, it reminds us that we're not home instead of making us sad that this isn't home, right. you know? Yeah. And so I just, I'm, I'm glad y'all said that. Okay, number two, how do we decide, <coughs> how do we decide when we need rest in healthy rhythms so that we don't have to shut down? Y'all, because you know, we love a checkout. You're like, you know what? I'm done with everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna deactivate my social media. I'm not answering texts for two days. You're like, what? You cannot leave the world. <laughs> like, how do we not get to that point? Because I don't think we ma- manage ourselves well. So we just go, 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 you know, and then we're not available. You know, pastor's been talking about soul care, and I talk to a lot of people about this frequently. We've got to practice regular rest. Yeah. Even if I, I'm doing things all the time where I have to be outgoing and I talk to people all the time, but y'all... Deep down, I'm really an introvert. And so quiet alone time where I can just think or turn on like instrumental music, like that is, that is life <laughs> to my soul. Like, yes, and I get yes. really irritable <laughs> when I go several days without that. So I try every day to, to take a little bit of that time. But look at Jesus too. Jesus took time to rest. And sometimes he got in a boat and, or sent his disciples away and he got in the boat and he's like getting away from the crowd. Sometimes you, you have to be intentional that I, and he didn't do it for, you know, a month. I mean, he just, for, for an hour or for two hours, he went away to be with his father and be restored. And so you've got to practice that. And as women, we have to choose that because no one's going to choose it for us. Because if you're a woman in this room, there's a whole lot of people that want you to do stuff all the time. And so you have to say, it's okay to say, I love you, but for the next hour, I, my, my door is closed, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go spend time with my father. And then you model that as well. Mm-hmm. But you got to be intentional to do that in small doses throughout your week. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to do what you just said. You're going to crash and burn. Yeah. And if Jesus modeled rest to us, yeah. 
yeah. then we need it a million times more. Yeah. I, when, even when I don't have an hour, you know, I talk about 10 minutes oh, all yeah. the time. Like, I just need to pause for a yep. minute. And, you know, when we think we don't have time, we have time. Yeah. We're, we're wasting time yeah. a lot. Yeah. It, it takes some of us two hours just to go to bed. So you know you got time. <laughs> like, I'm going to bed, and two hours later, you ain't in the bed. <laughs> no, I'm going. It's just going for two hours, you know. The ones laughing are the ones that take two hours to get in the bed. Well, let me put this load of laundry. Well, let me do this one thing. Let me check. Go to bed. So we have that time. And sometimes it's not even an hour. But you're right. Being intentional about not waiting till we get into that shutdown. And um, no. That's a whole sentence, isn't it? <laughs> no. Right. You know, I think sometimes you just have to say no. And there's no explanation given. It's just no. Yeah. I think we take on too many tasks during our days. We take on too many other people's problems. And, and we are all ball, in a big ball of stress by the end of the day. And sometimes you just have to say no. Mm -hmm. And they may, their feelings may be hurt, but they'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> the end. Right. The end. No, for no. real, because I'm, and then most of those things that are weighing us down, the Lord didn't tell us to do it. Didn't we just doing us. it because I'm going to just stick this in well, here. Well, somebody got to do it. Not you. Not you. I always oh, tell man. people, make a list, because I'll talk to a lot of people that are stressed. Make a list of everything that you're doing and then go back and mark off all the stuff that you're like, why am I doing that? That's dumb. Like, yeah. I shouldn't be doing that. Mark it off. Not if it's your job. I mean, I don't want you to get fired. Mm. But, but then go back and go, what am I what do I really, what, what can only I do? What's really significant that I should do? And pull those things off. And then what's left on your page, you just really need to say, Lord, did you tell me to do this or did I choose this? Sometimes you chose it and you got to write out those consequences uh -huh. until you can step away. Uh -huh. But if you're that stressed and that busy, you probably are doing a lot of things that you should not be doing. Yeah. And write it down because you, it's just like budgeting. Where's my money going? Oh, I don't know. I don't spend money on anything. Target. Oh my gosh, look at what I'm spending money on. You know, so look at what you're doing with your time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, I really believe this, that the Lord gives capacity for what he calls you to do. Yes. And when we feel like our capacity is running out, we, we have stuff on that list. Because I, I can look at my own life. You all can look at your lives. When, you, when you're like, how am I doing these 72 things? When the Lord called you to all 72, you just like, I don't know. I, somehow I'm rested and people came to help and this happened. So when people are like, gosh, y'all do a lot. I'm like, yeah, but I, I didn't make it up. Like every time the Lord brings something else, we're like, is there anything coming off our plate? He's like, no, but I'm gonna have this person do this. And this. like, he just works it out. But as soon as I add one thing that seems small, that, that just has no business being in my, in my daily life, it drains you yeah. because when it's driven by you, it's going to drain you. You don't have a power source that's reinforcing you and building you up and keeping you going. And so a lot of that pride or fear or whatever is driving our yes is, is why we get drained a lot. So I'm saying that because some of y'all just can't wait to go outside and say no. This you not talk about an arbitrary <laughs> no. I didn't say you can't serve. Oh, what's for dinner, mom? No. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what that's for. It's for intentional no. Okay. All right. Here, here's the last. Did you have something else? No, I was just okay. going to say it doesn't mean that being strong at the end of the day doesn't mean that you're holier. 
just means right. you won't be able to be used the next day because you're still strung out. So just like Jada was saying, just capacity and making sure that you are wise about your capacity. Yeah. Okay, this is our last question um, and it wasn't on their list, so they're probably gonna be like, what? Um, how would you, how has your time in the word shifted what you are able to process and bear emotionally and I, and y'all are counselors so you bear probably more than some of us but I really believe that that every person in this room what it means to bear one another's burdens and to love one another and pray for one another I think God has called us all for, to that uh, Larry Crabb calls it relational holiness I love that phrase that if we all did that well we wouldn't need a million therapists we have these we have people like this because we don't do it well we don't know how to just affirm someone or challenge someone or have a hard conversation or navigate our own stuff. And so it, it really is, I love counselors because they really help us to do what God has already asked us to do and how we relate to one another. And so as you are dealing with a lot of other people's lives, um, what do you do in your time with the word or your time with God that keeps you from going to bed with all that every night. You know what I'm saying? Because we're, a lot of us aren't counselors, but we're still going to bed with our kids' problems and going to bed with our spouse's problems. And we're thinking about so-and-so in Virginia and she not saved yet. And what is he going to... Like, we think about everybody's stuff at night. So how has that changed, you know, your capacity for that or shifted the way you think about it? Gosh, I would say for me, I try to live... Well, I'm here today. God woke me up today. I don't know if he's going to wake me up tomorrow. So one thing is I, I try to truly stand on the fact that this is the day that the Lord has made. And my kids used to always say, why do you make everything about Jesus? I'm like, I don't understand the question. Like it is, everything is about Jesus. Like so, and the older I get, the more I know that's true. And so in my day, the answer for anybody's problems that I'm talking to is not me. It is Jesus. And so yeah. what I can do, and we always say this with Oasis, I can't fight harder for you than you're willing to fight. So I can give you the word of God. Mm. I can point you to his word. I can pray for you, but you have to want to digest that on your own and go on your own. And so, you know, you do what you can. Mm -hmm. You point people to the word. Mm -hmm. um, know it yourself. Be in it every single day. But then realize, Lord, they have to choose you. They have to choose you for themselves, and it's not that's not something I can do for them. Yeah. And that allows me to not carry the weight of that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. same. I um, make sure that um, I always remind myself that I am not the answer. Yeah. And I can lead them to Jesus, and I can lay them at Jesus' feet, but a lot of their issues are not mine to fix. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very well aware of my limitations. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also very well aware of how much my people who I carry and walk with and um, um, pray with every day is that every, at the end of every session we pray. Mm -hmm. And I lay whatever we talked about in them at the feet of Jesus. And I trust Jesus mm. to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, so that just helps me be able to mm -hmm. lay my head down at night because it's not up to me. Yeah. So I did what I was supposed to do. Um, I was the hands and feet of Jesus in somebody's life that day. And I held them and I listened to them. And then at the end, I lay them with Jesus. Yeah. And that's it. That's Ooh, all I do. Yeah. That's good. 
Hey ladies, we just had such a great panel discussion with two of my friends and two amazing counselors. And after our discussion was over, I got to get a few more questions out of Shandria Riddick. So check this out. She gives us some insight on how to deal with anxiety. So Shandria, with all the clients that you see, what are some of the common contributors that you notice kind of lead people down a path to anxiety? Um, one major thing is that we don't choose our engagement. The world is engaging us with mm -hmm. everything, inundating Tons us with social media all yes. day long. Mm -hmm. And we need to choose engagement, which means you don't have to be on social media all day. Yeah. Social media is a constant reminder a lot of the times what, what you don't have, what you want. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it contributes to this feeling of not being enough mm -hmm. and not having enough mm -hmm. and always wanting more. Yeah. And that's Ooh. a major cause of anxiety yeah. right now. But mm -hmm. um, really choosing our engagement mm -hmm. is the most significant thing right yeah. now. Yeah. So how does that show up like in our relationships? Because some relationships you can't choose if you're going to engage in or not. Some you have a little more choice. What, what do I do when it's my spouse or my kids or a, a family member, a co-worker, somebody that I know always leads to anxiety or stressful situations? How can we choose when we can't disengage? Is mm -hmm. there a way to navigate that? Yes. Always tell yourself the truth. Ooh, come on. Talk about that having different expectations of something you already know it is, mm. right? So you ask someone of some, someone about something that mm -hmm. you may not ever going to ever got an answer for, mm -hmm. you never will get an answer for. Mm -hmm. So really dealing with the truth of a situation, oh, that's um, knowing the truth of the word, right? Mm -hmm. um, and also telling yourself the truth 24 seven, Ooh, not the selective. <laughs> yes. Not selective truth. <laughs> Right. But always reminding yourself the truth. We have the Holy Spirit. He tells us the, tr us the truth. But normally what we do is ignore it. Oof. And then we create these fantasies and create these realities. Um, and then we make everybody play a script in that world, mm. play a role in that world. And yeah. so we give every hand, everybody scripts all day. Yeah. Ooh. And then we get upset when they, they don't, don't do they it. Don't do the script. They don't follow the script. That's good. But if we just hang on to the truth oh my and goodness. expect the truth, yeah. and then there's a lot less anxiety. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Okay, mm -hmm. here's our last question. What if I'm kind of already in the pit of anxiety? I just yes. feel like I'm overwhelmed, and it may be social media, it may be world events, it could be stuff in my own home, mm -hmm. stuff in my past, whatever. Like, what are just the first baby steps to begin unpacking that to kind of get on a path toward health? Turn everything off. Ooh. disengage, take time to just be alone and listen to your thoughts mm -hmm. and slow down just a little bit. But yeah. first, just stop. Turn yeah. everything off. Mm -hmm. um, go on a Facebook fast or yeah. IG fast. Mm -hmm. Take some time to turn it off and just listen to the things that are in your heart that you really are concerned about or the things that are bothering you. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we just need to pull away yeah. from all the noise and really listen to what we're saying to ourselves on the inside. Ooh, that's so good. It's like when you have a food allergy and the doctor is like, Stop everything. Yes. And then introduce things slowly. Slowly. Yeah. That's a good word. And I remember when I was going through my own little crisis, you asked me, what do you need and what do you want? And as smart as I think I am, mm -hmm. I think I'm smart, uh, I could not answer that question. Right. It, it froze me because I wasn't even sure how to articulate what was going on in my own life. And so that's so good. It's not that our thoughts are going to inform our decisions. We still need God for that. But we don't even know what we're thinking. It's just like a ball of yarn sometimes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times I think we don't, um, we don't put a lot of 
value and thought into things that are telling us what we want. The TV tells us what Ooh, we want. Our family tells good. us what we want. Mm -hmm. So it really is important. Our past. Yes, our past our tells fears. us what. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we really do have to answer the questions. How do I feel and what do I need? Mm -hmm. How do you feel? What are some of the things yeah, you need? Feeling need. Feeling yeah. need, yes. yes yeah. So today I may need to lay down. Tomorrow I may need to mm -hmm. eat well. Mm -hmm. The next day I may need to go to sleep um, yeah. an hour early. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it means I don't have to have certain conversations. Oh my God. Right? Not yeah. to just engage in everything. You don't mm -hmm. have to have a comment about everything. You sure don't. So yeah, just not having any conversation. What you turn on on the television, turn it off. You don't have to look at that. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That's so it's welcome. helpful because you know, at the end of the day, it's going to fall back on Jesus and what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives. But those practical things to know mm -hmm. how we process it. really second Corinthians, you can't take every thought captive. If you don't know what your thoughts are, you like thoughts it's are. all yes. scriptural. Like it is so important for us to be able to take practical ownership of what's happening in our lives. Really? Yes. So we know where to invite the Holy Spirit. Yes. So. And we are, it's such a habit though, what we think mm -hmm. and is the first response when something happens. It's just reactive. Yep. Yep. So sometimes we don't realize our thoughts are habits mm -hmm. and we have to break those habits and go through some sense of good anxiety when it comes to changing Ooh, a different course. So sometimes when you do something That's different, good. you have this measure of anxiety. I don't know how it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. This isn't what I'm normally doing or feeling, yeah. but push through that Ooh, feeling good. to get change. Oh, right. Yeah. So take every thought captive. Be anxious for nothing. Not the bad anxiety. We don't want that. But sometimes the good anxiety when God is disrupting us in a healthy yes. way. Thank you so much. Guys, I know this is going to be good for you. Invite the Lord into all of it. We're going to be healthy in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure leave a comment, leave a review, share, subscribe, all the things. And we'll catch you next time.